Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. And this week, we'd like to talk about the issue that keeps raging in our country and in our state, and that's the vaccination issue related to COVID-19. We want to get people back to work, back to schools, back to their lives, Frank. And really, this is the, the one thing that's kind of tripping us up and if we get this done we'd really get a lot farther what's the latest Chuck, this has probably been one of the most interesting issues that I think I've seen in my entire lifetime. Obviously, the pandemic has thrown everything out for a kilter, but I've been stunned that on March 10th, there was a hearing on the Aging and Adult Services Committee hearing, of which I'm a member, concerning the vaccination rollout schedule. And we were very pleased to have the members of the Senior Care Facility Trade Associations and two of the largest pharmacy groups in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. The Secretary of Health would not attend, in fact, pulled out at the last minute and refused to send a designee as well. So the very people we needed to get answers from were not there. Concurrent with that, they had had an appointment with the Secretary of Health out in the Southeast where they answered a few questions and then ended the remaining questions. So people can't get answers. We found out that a significant portion of the workers of the state are still not going to be returning to work until June of 2021, which means that we're going to be going another three to four months without answers. Completely unacceptable. So here's some of the issues that we found out. First of all, by the expansion of the Group 1A to the size that it is, that's about 75% of the Pennsylvania population, which basically means it's a free-for-all. The representatives from the pharmacy companies, and I was, again, very pleased that, that at the end of each day, they typically have vaccines that they have not yet administered, that if people were to call them and ask for an appointment, they could come in to get the vaccine that day. So we're very pleased to see that. I was also extraordinarily surprised to hear one of the members of the trade association say that they wanted to prevent someone from being able to refuse a vaccination if they don't want it. I am absolutely I'm a co-sponsor of the right to refuse bill that's currently in the Pennsylvania legislature. And it's important that people understand why. One of the things that happens with a vaccination is if people want it, they should get it. But we've typically always allowed the United States medical reasons and religious reasons for people to be able to refuse the vaccination. So I was stunned that as a legislator, 40 to 50 percent of the phone calls that we get in our district offices and that I get are one, how to get the vaccine, which we're obviously willing to help people try to do. And the second issue, people asking me for medical advice about whether or not they should be forced to get a vaccination if their physician says not to. And so one of the things that I would encourage you always to do and I encourage everyone listening to this broadcast, is that right now you do have the ability to, to refuse in most cases. But if you don't have that situation, your employer mandates it, I would encourage you to contact your physician to determine if there's a medical reason, and then also contact your state legislator if I don't happen to be yours. And then we can obviously contact and coordinate with the Department of Health to find out what is mandated and what is not mandated. Uh, we obviously can't provide legal advice, but this issue, something as simple as a vaccine that came about fantastically well because of Operation Warp Speed that came out so that people are able to get it has created such turmoil because of the absolute horrific rollout schedule that's been done so that seniors who absolutely need to get it or people who might be frontline workers who need to get it 
police officers, first responders, others who need to get it were put in a lower priority group in many cases. And that's something that we need to be able to try to refine. What we've been trying to get the Secretary of Health to be able to do is to allow a prioritization for those who want it, who have the prior need and pre-existing conditions, or are the essential workers, which significantly reduces the number of people who would be in the first group so that it allows people who have the greatest potential exposure and who want the vaccination to be able to go through and get this thing done. So what we're hoping is, is that we can continue to get the executive branch to start to listen to us. We're putting additional pressure on this hearing that we had on March 10th. I think we'll do that and allow us to be able to make a greater inroads for those people who do want the vaccination, while at the same time protecting the religious liberties and the medical liberties of those people who don't. Chuck, I get a significant number of questions from people about is there going to be a requirement or a mandate that you show a vaccination card or something like that. And to this point, we've not heard any of that, but that would typically come out of the federal area. But let your voice known to your legislator so we can communicate that to our federal representatives as well to make sure that that's not something that gets mandated as well as part of the process. Representative Ryan, thank you for this informative report to your constituents and tune in for some more Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.